Hello and welcome to Addicted to Tell, the podcast that takes a light-hearted look at some of the news stories you may have missed over the last seven days. Each week I give the panel a handful of themes and ask them to dig up stories that catch their eyes. Stories can come from anywhere, but they must be true. If anyone thinks that they're not, they can call bullshit at any time. Serving up these tasty morsels are four fine fellows. Glenn Christie McCallan, who, when you Google his name, returns a search for his profile on a casting agency. Talk us through that, Glenn. I'm a banker. Yep, casting agency. Yep, I'm I'm a banker, and I do, I just I would rather be an extra in EastEnders, I think. Okay, um, Glenn. Yeah, we're all trying to get to know you a bit bit better. So, uh, Indian or Chinese? <laughs> Chinese. Good. Matt Killenbeck, who, if you Google, takes you to a stationary website where they tell the beautiful wedding story of Matt and Katrina. Matt, tea or coffee? Um, firstly, if you bing me, then actually you get dick pics back. Um, I'm going to go for coffee. Lovely. Although I do love a cup of tea. Right, okay. But no coffee. Excellent. Gavin Belson, who, if you Google, comes up with Gavin Belson, the CEO of Hooli, the fictional tech company in Silicon Valley. So uh, was that character based on you, Gav? Uh, I believe he's very disliked in the in the series, so clearly not. Mm. Um, Gavin, sunrise or sunset? Oh, good one. Uh, I'm going to go sunset. Nice. And finally, Dan Belson, uh, in a Google search, reveals that he is in fact a 14-year-old film director and owner of Villain Skateboards. When did you set that up? Uh, four, <laughs> four years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say, we, joke, we joke about this, but actually that could definitely be a front. His companies he's got on the go. Mm. And Dan, Marmite, yay or nay? Oh no. Hell nay. Okay, let's move on to our first round. Addicted Talk. Headlines. So what headlines have grabbed your attention this week? Dan. Well, this one definitely caught my eye. Headline is, doctors beg men not to masturbate with banana peels. <laughs> Someone who's tried it? You have to try it once, though, right? They, they say it's okay to do it once. Or... They've really asked you not to. What I love about this headline is that they've begged people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's such an epidemic. <laughs> There's a lot of horny young men out there, and they're begging. <laughs> and a lot of bananas that are asking for it. Through so many banana skins, <laughs> the doctors are on their knees, and they are like looking to the heavens to say, I know that we have science, and science is the answer, but God, help us out here. Please, <laughs> please, these men should not be masturbating with these banana skins. Am I the only one that's thinking, God, I wish I'd thought of that when I was younger? <laughs> one Randy Redditor said it's the closest thing to a blowjob. He's been doing it for years. The closest <laughs> thing to a blowjob, apart from a blowjob. <laughs> like Surely... you, no blowjob to hand. Well, not to hand. <laughs> to mouth. No, you're thinking of the way. Surely, but if you kind of think that the woman, him doing that, would probably give him quite a nice blowjob because it'd be like a banana sort of I think if you've got a woman there, you don't need to get a banana skin out and sort of go down this road to start with. Also a valid point. I feel like I'm kind of unqualified to talk in this a little bit, and now I definitely need to try it just to make sure that it is the closest thing to a blowjob. It's risky. Is it risky? It's risky. Do you want to know the risks? Come on, man. There's a... It could develop a rash and sores on the penis, Ooh. which can be painful mm. and lead to infection. And a monkey might bite it off. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reported cases of that. Oh, but one way there, one person did say he uh, used a banana skin to masturbate and ended up falling in the mess he made, hit his head what? on the toilet, and barely lived to tell the tale. <laughs> falling, falling in the mess he made. So he slipped on his semen, yeah. I'm guessing, um, even though he had... 
a comedy banana skin in his hand that he could have slipped over and he's hit his head I, I don't think he can blame the banana also skin. he said I barely lived to tell the tale you didn't need to tell the tale <laughs> no one was asking me that's one of those things you survive you know I shouldn't mention this to anyone at all I would like to point out that last week we were questioning why there was a picture of a woman carrying so many bananas in her shopping basket and I think guys we found the answer to that question deliver them to this guy to uh, get his Spank on. <laughs> spank on. Get his spank on. But then that begs the question as well: What fruit did he go to before he fell upon the banana? But you're saying it like it, uh, there's so many people have done this apparently because subscribers to Jack in World. Oh. <laughs> one more time, oh, Jack sorry. in the World. Jack in World. I did not realise there was a place they're sharing tips. <laughs> it's a self-proclaimed ultimate male masturbation resource. Right, okay. Let's fold a sponge in half. That's got to do, <laughs> do a pretty good job. Well, I, the Banana Man, as this is called, has been given four and a half out of five stars with 359 votes cast. So everyone's trying it. Well, wasn't it a thing with the Greeks with melons? What kind of melon? I mean, I wasn't there. That no. wasn't on Jack in World, I tell you. No, they, make I mean, they maybe in their history section. <laughs> that seems like a, quite a hard fruit to get into. <laughs> You're not penetrating the outside. <laughs> just take a, take a run up. It wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah, but even cutting into it, like, like with a banana, you just peel it and then you're in, aren't you? Well, you've got to take the banana you get... out. Hmm? you got to take the banana out. Do you take <laughs> do the you banana out? I don't know. I think you do. And then you eat the banana thing. Oh, <laughs> Your skin is getting eat a banana while you're doing it. Like, amazing. Hmm. I think we should move on on that uh, distasteful thought. Matt, tell us your headline. The headline is, Bride ruins £12,000 dress on wedding day when she gambled on a fart and lost in a big way. Gamble, gamble. Picture the scene. Oh you spend God. lots and lots of money on these things for a little party called a wedding. You rock up for the big day, you have your hair done, your makeup done, you've got your nails are looking nice, you're looking all pretty gorgeous for that big day, your daddy comes in proud as punch, hey kiddo? Wow. And apparently this girl was drinking deco- de- uh, detox drinks. Um, she had one too many, I think it actually says she had 12. Fuck too yeah. many. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she um, obviously felt a little sensation in her belly, thought she was just a bit, you know, Bit gassy, bit nervous maybe, and mm. um, she let out a little squeaky fart, and she ended up shitting her pants, <laughs> ruining her dress. It actually goes into quite a lot of detail here. Do share. I will. I will share. I will share. Uh, it says. Oh, the worst part as well. It says a wedding planner was left sponging down a sobbing naked bride. Oh, sponging. Sponging down. is such a. Yeah. I know. I'd love to know like, a wedding planner. I guess when I think of a wedding planner, I think I think of. J Lo, for some reason, was she in the was she in the wedding planner? I think she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why I think of. So I imagine J Lo is robbing down this. I think of the father of the bride. Oh, now I think of as well. <laughs> <laughs> Ronk and J Lo just sponging down this diarrhea-ridden oh, woman. That's not in her job description, is it? No, I'd say leave you to it. And, and then apparently, so then she had a first dance with the. She carried on. She, she soldiered through. Got they kind of got her a little bit cleaned up. Apparently, she had. Um, shit in her in under her fingernails and then uh, she had her first dance um but the, hus- the husband at that, that point um yeah. was wrapping his hands around her bottom and ended up smearing it all up the back of her and, <laughs> and then they cut the fucking cake <laughs> and ate the cake oh, oh didn't fancy cake did she at that point you oh, think yeah it's a lot going on especially though, if you're detoxing yeah. <laughs> there's so many things wrong with this Right, so they sponge her down naked and then put her back in the dress. But then if he was dancing with her and smearing all up, that means that she, she continued to shit whilst well, in the dress. Well, uh, uh, unless, obviously, she shat in the dress, got out of the dress, sponged her down. So there would have been uh, what I like to call residual shit in the dress. Uh, 
I think you could sort of unlock a clump in one of the uh, folds of the dress. Jeez. I don't know how you recover from this, really. Like, I mean, to just go on with it, I think I'll just cancel the wedding. Just get in your jeans and have a little dance. You don't need yeah. to wear a dress anymore. That's, That's true. Like, what's the, yeah, those pictures are Every time you look at those pictures, you can be like, that is where I shit myself. You're going to see like the oily stain at the back, and you're going to be like, that is when I shit myself. Because apparently it wasn't a, a well-ventilated dress. dress. <laughs> <laughs> the venue was not well-ventilated, and the guests definitely noticed a pungent aroma oh. in the air. And the great big brown stain at the back of the And so it's definitely going to be stay with us. So yeah, you're right. Imagine just chuck some jeans on at this point and just... Do we know if they uh, consummated the marriage later? I mean, I, he's got done it up the he's literally covered <sighs> in sickness and in health he is covered in shit and if that's not the time you're just like let's go for this <laughs> if she's not you know, I'm kind of with Matt on this one. If he spanked twelve grand on a wedding dress, he's like, "You've shit all over me, love." You know my wife. I'm sticking it, <laughs> it, sticking it in do. the back doors. I reckon he said, "I do," and she said, "I poo." Hey. <laughs> Lovely. Right, um, Gav, give us your headline. Well, I've got one from Daily Record in Scotland, but it's actually an American story. So, Pornhub sued by a deaf man who can't follow storylines without subtitles. <laughs> What did they sue over? Well, I'll tell you. Um, so he's suing, because they don't have the subtitles, he's suing under the Americans with Disabilities Act, as he can't understand some of the website's saucy clips. Um, I understand them. What, what are you talking about? about? They haven't got the money for the taxi ride. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you have to suck him off. Yeah. Come on. The, thing, the thing about this guy is, as well, is that he doesn't understand that most people that can hear normally... <laughs> Do not have yeah. Pornhub on a like, full volume. You literally have it a one on your iPhone. <laughs> and even that travels. Why is one so loud? Well, it's the loudest. Like, if you're listening to music, you're like, I can't hear anything. If you look, look you, you see a video on Facebook you want to watch, nothing. One, You've got to turn it up a bit. You hit porn, <laughs> and straight away, that one thing, they're just like, it, it's crying out underneath the doors. It's going through brick walls to like the rest of your family in the house. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> So this guy says he's suing because he wants them to be more inclusive. He claimed he watched the title. I've got the titles of what he watched. They included Hot Step Aunt Babysits Disobedient Nephew. Is that the description or the title? It's the title of it. It's not very punchy, is it? (laughs) And Sexy Cop Gets Witness to Talk. And he says he was left confused. (laughs) This guy realises that these are just clips, right? That They're just free clips that you just literally, you're supposed to move the bar along that story bit to the bit where they start getting naked and then you wrap one out. Well, the, the... Vice President said uh, of, Vice Pornhub. President of Pornhub. <laughs> Vice President of America. LinkedIn. He uh, he said uh, they understand that they're being sued. Um, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> by this guy and that's why he's the Vice President. Um, and uh, said that they do actually have um, a whole category with closed captions and. We'd like to take this opportunity to point uh, to, to point out we do have closed captions. And we don't generally comment on active lawsuits. Ooh, all right, all right, but, Mister. But they have released a video. And <laughs> <laughs> but there's a little um, stat at the bottom of this, which says it, re- it recently published its figures for 2019, and the site had an average of 115 million visits a day. Oh, <laughs> most of them were from Glenn. <laughs> they do an absolute service. And I'll tell you what, I could not agree with that. Like Amazon, they shouldn't have to pay any taxes at all because yeah. they are doing a service. Vice President should just send an apology video to the guy, but with no subtitles. <laughs> 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 okay, Glenn, give us your headline. 
Uh, I'll go with a classic here from uh, from the Daily Star. Elvis spotted alive in six bizarre sightings as the king's 80th fifth. Can't read. Birthday nears. That's Elvis spotted alive in six bizarre sightings as the king's 85th birthday nears. Now, this is a bit confusing because there isn't a king on the throne at the moment, it's just a queen. And who is this Elvis guy? <laughs> oh, God bless Elvis. I've actually Googled 30 facts about Elvis. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Six sightings. I want to know what they were. Oh, I've closed the story and moved on with my life. <laughs> we didn't hear much about that story, did we? Did I need to read everything about it? Um, is Elvis Presley alive? Wait. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big yeah. question. Him and, no, Tupac are, him and Tupac are living up together, I'd imagine. Yeah, I reckon. Him, Tupac and Biggie. Do you reckon they're jamming together? They must be. Some of the yeah. tunes they're backing up. Makes sense. Like a... Like a Dream stuff, that is. Like a, like a weird kind of um, Jay-Z, Linkin Park kind of vibe going on yeah, there. But yeah, with yeah. Elvis and Tupac. It's uh, kind of weird how people get obsessed with some people and sort of say they can see him around all the time obviously Elvis being such an important individual and it's just like dude get the fuck over it yeah but at what point does it stop because like if it's his 85th birthday it's like is he really even if he was alive is he is he now and is he still walking around at 85 like <sighs> this guy did a lot of drugs <laughs> like this guy is if he is alive he is going to be in a old people's home somewhere yeah. that's just he's a big fan of the old uh, hamburgers as well isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. it doesn't actually give you the six places that he's been cited well I mean <laughs> let's well, move I'm on bullshit then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where's that Daily Star? Absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. They just needed a story. I should have read this before <laughs> saying about it. <laughs> this is bullshit. Okay. Right, we're going with bullshit on that one then, go. So, let's move on to our second round. A dick, dick talk. Old School News is this week's second round, and we are going to kick off right away with young Gavin. Great story here. Uh, Plymouth man denies attack with seagull. That's, the, that's your headline. This is this is coming from the BBC. It's uh, yeah, much more trustworthy than the Daily Star. Um, so basically, um, a man has denied wielding a seagull in a fight with a cafe customer. Um, yeah, so in this Plymouth cafe, he um, allegedly we've got to say that threw a bird threw the bird at another man. Do you just have it on him? <laughs> it doesn't really say where he got the seagull from. I'm, you know, it, it is Plymouth as. You know, sea. So uh, plenty of seagulls knocking around. Yeah, that's where, but that's where they all live. I, I don't know if he enticed one in. I, I, it's, it's, it's his well, I don't know what the fight was about as well. Like they, they had this argument, and he just picked up a seagull and just threw it at him. Maybe it's the argument you could never throw a seagull at him straight up. <laughs> you want to bet? <laughs> I, don't, I want to know how he threw it because in my, I think in reality he probably sort of grabbed his leg, its leg, and lobbed it. Yeah. But I really love the mental image of them sort of throwing it like a dart and the beak like properly piercing that's someone. How, yeah, as yeah. soon as you say the headline, that's how you kind of imagine it went down. That the seagull just kind of went rigid. <laughs> you kind of just pulled it taut, ready for action. See, I like the idea that they're having this argument, the seagull's there, and he just says, you're going to let him talk to you like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you're confusing real life with Disney again, ah, Dan. That's, that's what that is. Um, anyway, so this... Dan, Gav, sorry. <laughs> Uh, this guy appeared in uh, in court to deny wounding with intent to cause grievous bodily harm. So he could be in a bit of trouble on this one. Oh my god, this poor seagull! Like he probably just came down looking for a bit of ice cream, some chips. Some chips. Just like, mate, what, you got, what you got there, mate? What you got? And this guy's like, I'll show you what I got. I've got a right arm for this guy. <laughs> so, so he, so he denied that one. He entered no plea for the other charge, which was attempting to injure a wild bird. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did they call a seagull as a witness? <laughs> it doesn't say, but he he's uh, he's going to be. In Crown Court in April. 
Why is there no CCTV of this? I'd love to see. Oh, it. I mean, yeah, that What's that maybe that doing? that cafe's not up to scratch, is it? Because they would they could make a lot on you being framed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I just want to see, I want to see this video. I want to see, watch it so many times. I want to see someone throwing a seagull at someone else. Yeah. Obviously, well, what the fight was about. I think we'll, we'll have to revisit the story in April. Um, Ooh, yeah, we'll yeah, live, <laughs> live from outside we'll the court. I'll go down there and sit into listening yeah. to this case. Yeah. Maybe we should try and get hold of this and, and find out a bit more information yeah. about this. I'll tell him I'm I lawyer. mean, I've got his name, so. What? Yeah, what's his name? I mean, that seems unfair. <laughs> right, it's probably something like Terry O'Neill or something. Dave the Seagull? Oh, we don't have the Seagulls, then. Oh. Um, so, Paul Elkham. And he's uh, 26 years old. Paul, if you're out there, get in touch. Uh, we want to know the details. I'll be there to support you. I want to know what the guy did to, to get you so rolled up. I want to know, did you look around? Was there other things by you? Like a knife? He's like, nah, I can't, <laughs> I can't stab it. Didn't even know it was seagull. a real seagull. Because like, this is in a cafe. What the fuck is a seagull doing in the cafe? Oh, no, they're cheeky bastards, aren't they? They walk in, steal your chips. Oh, mate, two chips. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you see them on YouTube all the time, like taking bags of crisps out of yeah, the shops and yeah, stuff. That's true, yeah. They're just brazen little chappers down there. Well, lovely seagull story. Dan, what have you got for us? I've got a seagull story for you. No, shit. It's almost like we planned it. It's, uh, they're at it again. It says, Psycho Seagull Mugs TV Legend. And when I say legend, I mean legend. It's Dave Benson Phillips. (laughs) Children's telly star, Dave Benson Phillips. Do you remember? DBP. Remember his catchphrase? Are you going to say the one with they they had a certain game? Yeah. Yeah, where it was um, the giant babies, wasn't it? And it was uh, on your knees, baby, please. He <laughs> <laughs> catches, it's true. So what? He got attacked by a seagull. Uh, the seagull was trying to steal something. From Mug him, him it says. Yeah. Keys. Or... It doesn't say what. And then uh, phone. It dumped on his car when he fought back. <laughs> Fucking hell! It says, what like a protest shit sort of? It said it, it threw up and showered his car with poo. In wait, what? <laughs> oh, flew up. <laughs> I thought it threw up as well. Yeah, he threw up. Huh? He threw up. It threw up. And shit. then. Shit. Oh, and then shit. Threw up and showered his car in poo in, shit, in a yeah. deliberate act of Fucking revenge. Fucking hell. No. Well, well, hang on, hang on. Do we not know that, that this could be the bird that was thrown by this by Paul oh, yeah. at, yeah. at Dave? He's been too He could be the other party in this. Oh, no, I do have the other the other name. It wasn't Dave Benson. Oh, right, okay. That would have been beautiful. Thank God, that's too much. <laughs> but, this, but this seagull, so he, he attacks DBP. He... Gets uh, obviously, you know, he fights him off, and then the seagull's like, "Well, I'm not having this. Yeah. I know which car." Yeah, was. I thought you pull up. And he took a shit in it. Addictive. <laughs> and this makes me think then that, that last story, the fucking seagull's in on it. <laughs> it's got to be. He's definitely in on it, yeah. isn't he? He's just like me. So crafty. Ringleader. So, so that guy's pissing you off. Throw, throw me at him. They're, <laughs> they're organising. Just throw me at him. They're organising. That is a beautiful story, Matt. Give us your uh, favourite piece of old school news. Well. This is a story actually from today where someone tried to steal the Magna Carta. Old school news today. Yes, but the Magna Carta is a very, very old. True. This is don't ask true. Don't how old it is because I don't know. Glenn knows. Uh, 853 years old. Well done. I don't know if that's true or not. I think he made that up. No, it's like 850 years ago, three years ago. Um, so yeah, I, quite, I quite like the look of this story because, you know, everyone knows what the Magna Carta is, right? Yeah, sure. Album, we, isn't yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was a new coffee in uh, Starbucks. But the thing that got me was when it was that this guy didn't get away with it. He used a hammer to try to get into it, but he used a seagull to try and smash it. <laughs> <laughs> he needed a seagull really to get in there. Um, but also, what's been greenlit just recently is National Treasure Three, Ooh. the Nicolas Cage series, where he steals documents because they got codes written on the back. And now I'm convinced that the Magna Carta has got a secret code on the back. Am I the only one at the table that hasn't seen National Treasure? 
You're missing oh, I'm, I'm sure Glenn has. Uh, Dan hasn't. I have not. Obviously. No. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Excellent. Seen, seen, seen them both. Seen them both. Love I've it. seen them both as well. And there's part three is coming out. It's probably going to be the best trilogy of all time. Are they good? They are yeah. amazing. They're, They're good fun. So good. good, wholesome, fun film. No. I think anytime you put wholesome in the description <laughs> film one. Yeah, I would have put wholesome. Hella Mirrors in one, though. Oh, oh. She is one Basically, wholesome lady. So in, the, in the first one, Nicolas oh, Cage has to steal the Declaration of Independence right. um, to find the secret code on the back, uh, which leads him to some treasure like, in American history, blah, 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 blah. But it's really, really good. And the second one, more of the same, but it's set over here. And the third one is going to be set somewhere else where they steal the Magna Carta, find the secret code, <laughs> and that leads to the Queen's secret vagina jewels. Brilliant. And then the seagulls take over the world. And the seagulls take over the world. There's a massive fight scene at the end where Nicolas Cage has to fight off four or five seagulls. Whoa. It's all in slow motion. This fight scene all takes place in a cafe in Plymouth. <laughs> it's literally it good, actually, got yeah. blockbuster written all over it. I'm in, I'm in. Aerosmith are in to sing the theme scene. Oh, no. <laughs> and finally in this round, Glenn. So, on this day, ten years ago, Ricky Martin shocked many fans when he publicly revealed... He was straight. Sexual identity. Shocked indeed. Yeah, the singer took to his website to share the news, writing, I'm proud to say that I'm fortunate homosexual man. I'm very blessed to be who I am. Though there had been speculation about his sexual identity over his lengthy career, including very public questions in 2000 from Barbara Walters about whether or not he was gay, Ricky never openly discussed his private life. Okay. Well, I have an issue with the word lengthy career. I remember two songs. <laughs> I remember the other one. <laughs> she bangs, she oh, yeah. bangs. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. <laughs> she does, but not, not with me. Not. It's just his mum banging, saying, "You two boys, keep that." Sorry, stop saying so much, girl. Wait, am I the only one who was actually shocked by this? Yes, yeah. in the world, literally. The only I really one. was surprised. I didn't think he. Cared. I just thought he was a bit flamboyant, but he loved the lady. It's unfortunate that he feels the need to write fortunate. Gender yeah, because mm. it's like obviously there was a time when it was still, I guess, frowned upon, and if he'd come out yesterday, we'd have been like. Nice one. Oh, I would have been even more shocked. Been shocked. <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah. Who the fuck is Ricky Martin? <laughs> that guy from 10 years ago. Uh, what's kind of weird is he, he chose the moment that his uh, twin sons were born to announce that he was a, a <laughs> I'm not sure he fully understands uh, the rules yeah. of being gay. <laughs> There's no announcement to make. I was like, oh, he's announced his boys. <laughs> well, he's not kids. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that one tickled Glenn. <laughs> well, um, if any of you guys come across a story that you think we might like, please send it to hello at addictedtotalk.com. We would love to hear from you. Addicted to Talk. Now, in a break from the news, we go to the famous round that I like to call Top Six. Top Six, Top Six. <laughs> okay, this, this week in Top Six, what are the heaviest organs in the human body? My dick. <laughs> and in whose human body is that? The lungs. The lungs are in there. Number four. The brain. Uh, the brain is in there at number three. Liver. Number two. Intestine. I feel like this is no. Just, uh, Skin. Intestine. Skin. Number one. Oh, good. Right, you got two more to get. So far, you have got number one skin, number two liver, number three brain, number four lungs. Kidney. Number six kidney. Heart. Kidney. And number five heart. How does it heart already? Yes, beautiful. Glenn was blurting out all sorts of nonsense. Oh, yeah, you couldn't really understand. <laughs> How many organs has Dan had removed? Oh, good question. Are we talking in his body? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or from his uh... body. From his body. <laughs> uh, four. No. Three? No. Two? Two? Have I? 
Wait, what's an it's your body. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's two organs and a lot of knee operations. Yeah, isn't it like an appendix and a gallbladder? Yeah. Okay, two. Two. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, what is the definition of an organ? Because appendix is a piece well, it's just a piece of shit, isn't it? Yeah, well, if it wasn't at one point, was it? Yeah. No, it helps you digest grass or something, isn't it? Yeah. No, you're a vegan. Around. You could have done with That's that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan is at the top of the appendix transplant list. <laughs> Give me that appendix. Just give me one of yours somewhere. In the vegan this. society, they're mocking the shit out of you right now. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our final round. This week's final round is the best shit news story. So, kicking us off is Gavin. I'm going to take us back to America. Again? You yeah. lived in America, did America. So, what? I've got uh, Animal Shelter puts up the world's worst cat for adoption. And so this is how they described it. Perdita. We thought she was sick. Turns out she's just a jerk. World's worst cat. You can tell it's American because yeah, no one says they, jerk. Yeah. No one says the word jerk. It's, just, it's the worst word. It would have been prick if it yeah, was in the UK. This cat is a prick. And all the 80s movies when they call people dorks. It's like, who says that? <laughs> it just makes me think it's so <laughs> You remember we were watching um, Robocop on like, ITV yeah. years ago and they'd overdubbed the swear words and it was so awful. I've got so much muscle, I can ram this up your nose. <laughs> you absolute mother crusher. Um, when Predator was on, be like, at the end, it'd be like, you're one ugly, muddy farmer. Oh my God, I think that's a new round. You've got to take a quote from your favourite movie with your, with your overdub in it. We used to do something where you would put Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie so you have to do famous movie lines but do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression but not a good Arnie impression of me get to the chopper that's good isn't yeah, it yeah nailed it do your Arnie impression who is your daddy and what does he do oh, that is very good, good. good. I, don't, I don't have an Arnie that's rubbish in my, in my, no, I, don't, I don't have one in my locker just try it just try it just think concentration camp <laughs> <laughs> get to the chamber yeah, but so you'd like do movies like Lord of the Rings, and you, if you were like, you've got to get the ring, Frodo. You've got to take it to Mount Doom. Throw it in. Irish. <laughs> it was not Irish. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a little bit Irish. That's where his name comes from. Uh, Schwarzenegger. Mm. Oh, Schwarzenegger. No, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, hang on, we're right. Cat story. Cat story. Oh, yeah, so it was a little prick. Yeah, yeah why, why is it? Why is it? Why is he, like, so why is he a laughs? jerk? So this is how they they describe it. So uh, likes. Staring into your soul until you feel as if you may never be cheerful again. The song Cat Scratch Fever, the movie Pet Cemetery, it says uh, Church is her hero. Uh, jump scares, lurking in dark corners, uh, falling shelter staff into thinking she's sick. Vet agrees she's just a jerk. And uh, dislikes the colour pink, kittens, dogs, children, the Dixie Chicks, Disney movies, Christmas and hugs. I don't think she sounds like a jerk. Yeah, I, I dislike think... a few of those things. Dixie think... chicks, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the Dixie chicks. But also, this guy sounds like a jerk. Who do you think he is, like, fucking shaming her on Facebook? Yeah, what a bet. Yeah, it's a yeah, bet. Like, this is your it... job, mate. Yeah. Do you want to see a picture? If this doesn't really work for the podcast, but for you guys. Uh... Yeah, go on then. Let's have a look. So that's, that's the... Bless her. Look, she's got a bit of a grump on, but who doesn't? Garfield's a massive prick, but everyone loves him. All right, thanks for that, Gavin. Right, Glenn, give us your best shit news story. Man breaks own record for sitting in a barrel at the top of a pole. Way to go, dude. 
Yeah, we'll hear Waste of time. Uh, so, Are they Ver- <laughs> I know, Werner Kruger is currently 80. <laughs> you sound 85- like uh, Arnie when you say it. I'm not going to be able to do it again. Got to develop with all the balls. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, he's currently, I don't know if he's still currently, uh, 80 foot in a, currently 80 foot in the air in a barrel where he's been for about two months. What? Breaking his own record, which he set in 1997. I mean... On, was this record in danger yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the point where he had to go, do it, go out and do it again or was he just bored he must, well, be, he must hate his wife is he's, he hiding it's, it's kind of cool because he did tell Sky News this is from Sky News uh, I've forgotten why I'm up here I had some good reasons for it but I've forgotten them since what I've been up here can he get out of it uh, 80 foot up it doesn't, it doesn't look like it it looks pretty cramped <laughs> But it's he two does. months he's been up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a piss and shit. Uh, it's not a piss and shit. When David Blaine was um, in his box yeah. in London. What a waste of time that was. People hitting golf balls out yeah, and stuff. What a prick. <laughs> he he really didn't take into account the British people, exactly. did he? Exactly. That's the yeah. kind of stuff you do in America and it's absolutely fine. They probably like think he's a hero. Yeah. Over yeah. here, he's a it's, jerk. It's all, <laughs> it's all that stuff to excess. Like every morning he has a trainer down on the ground that gives him some exercises. Yeah, how big is a barrel? Like a barrel, like a big <laughs> barrel. A barrel full of bananas. Oh, good. You got everything there. You got everything. Beware of falling banana skins. That's great. Yeah, a couple of banana skins to keep himself company at night. And a knife. And, and bananas to yeah, eat. Bananas to eat. That's everything. Yeah, that's all. You need something to poo in. A wedding dress it. or something. Yeah. <laughs> a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, what he really needs is a, a house. Um, a, a loving partner, someone <laughs> yeah. that tells, like a friend that says, dude, don't do this. Um, and just a bit of common sense. Matt, give us your story. Okay, my story is about a, a lady who had resting bitch face to the mm. point where she thought it was bringing her down so much. Like she used to get told she was miserable all the time. She probably did look miserable. She probably was miserable. Um, but she decided to do something about this. She underwent cosmetic surgery. And the doctors fixed her resting bitch face. She is no Fantastic. longer miserable. I think that's a really good story. Yeah, it's uplifting. It's positive. She was a <laughs> it was quite literally uplifting. <laughs> she was a miserable cunt and did something about it. <laughs> Fair play to her. Have you seen her now? Does she look good? Uh, she does look good now, actually. Yeah. I think. And I can see before she had like a bit of overbite. So it was just one of those kind of like, you know, just like. <laughs> Again, ex- excellent for the podcast there. Eh? It was more for the benefit of others. To, you can you can tell by the laugh that it was a good impression. Um, and now she actually looks pretty good. They do, it does show the after surgery picture, which mm. she does look a little beaten up. It looks like one of those pictures where you see like a pensioner's been beaten up for a tenner. Um, <laughs> it's not it's not a great sight. <laughs> But you know, happy ending. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't have kept like she should have kept that picture to herself, really. I think rather than rather than sharing it with the world. But she looks happy now. Well, that is the main thing. But is she happy within herself? Probably not. I think the reason why she had resting bitch face because she was a miserable person. Inside. Yeah, if she just smiled. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, there's a lesson in that for all of us. If uh, you're unhappy about something, go out and do something about yeah, it. Go change yourself. Yeah. Go sit yeah. in the barrel. Go, go, Don't go. Yeah, or yeah. Don't be yourself and be proud of yourself. Go out there and change. Yeah, be, <laughs> better. be better just, than what you are just right improve. now. If you think there's something to be changed, there probably is. If people are responding to you in a negative way, it's because you're a fucking dick. <laughs> it's because you're miserable and you're making other people miserable. Go out there and change yourself. So are we suggesting the cat should get surgery no, on his face? I think no, we, he I think was just an arsehole. So I think, we, I think we understood here that it's not the cat's fucking problem. He's just trying to live life and be the best him. It's these other people. So they should get facial it's surgery? The vet. No, they should just yeah, like... That vet was out of order. That vet was well out of order. Yeah, Dan, give us our last story of the episode. I'll wrap it up with this little one. You can name a cockroach after your ex to celebrate Valentine's Day. Oh, topical. Right. How much does that cost? Wow. I know you're always worrying about money, Glenn, but it's for just £1.50. 
Mark. I'm going to go out there and say, I could name a cockroach after someone for free. Yeah. <laughs> I've just done it. There's two things that I have an uh, issue with this story, actually. Number one is, who are you, are you giving this cockroach to? Are you just going to give it to just stays in the wildlife centre. It's like, hey, you, I've got over you, but look what I did. I, I did this thing because I hate you so much. Yep. It's like, just, you know, just write a song about, do a mixtape with, like, shit songs and send it to her and say, look, these are songs that remind me of how much I hate you. Fuck you. Oh, oh, dude, I'd pay the £1.50 over that. <laughs> that. That's a lot of effort. <laughs> the other thing I, I think about the story is that this is a great business idea. What a business model. This guy must be raking it in, whoever's designed this. This is like that name a star thing, isn't it? It's yeah. Just, or a own a piece of the moon. It's like, come on. Brilliant. But if, you're, if, anyone, if any mug is sending money to these people, then they deserve yeah. to be ripped off. Cheers to it. That's all I have to say about that. Done. Beautiful. All right, thanks, guys. So that brings us to the end of the show. But just before we go, we like to finish off with everyone's favourite tweet of the week. So, moving from my left, Glenn, give us a tweet. Oh, go to someone else first. Okay, <laughs> so starting off with Matt. Hi there. Right, so um, the one that caught my eye this week was comedian Greg Davis um, tweeting. Um, have, you still, have you got the same one? No, no. Okay, good. Uh, he said, <laughs> I was going to do an impression there, but I won't. Do it. I know the world's a bit of a mess at the moment, but the service at the Bird's Nest Cafe in Shrewsbury is incredible. <laughs> I saw that tweet. I love Greg Davis. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. It was, it was a really, really, really good impression. Also, Ed Gamble a... actually replied to it. If you've seen the, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the off-menu podcast, then you'll appreciate the, the tweets that follow, which I'm not going to go into. So, um, Dan, give us a tweet. Um, just to let you know what Dave Benson Phillips is up to. <laughs> he is taking part in the next series of Celebrity Come Down With Me. No oh, way. No. With yes. such celebrities as Marcel from Love Island. Oh yeah, I know Marcel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and Glenn's favourite, Anthea Turner. Yeah. Oh, she is not that. Is she really? Roasted um, seagull. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. She is hot as balls. Okay. Imagine that. He is just like, here's my first course. It's, uh, it is roasted seagull. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, give us your tweet. Right. I've, I've moved on from Vicky Michelle. So uh, we're at uh, Ryland Clark Neal this week. Oh, oh good nice. What There's a Mr. Potato Head moustache on my kitchen floor and I've no idea where it's come from. Send help. Oh, <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> Classic Ryland. Glenn, are you ready now? Uh, yes. No, no. I was going to go with Angela Lansbury News, but I feel I feel really mean mocking her because she's like... An you don't have to mock her. You could just say you like this tweet. Yeah, it's not her tweet. She's not tweeting it and she's not going to hear this, so it wouldn't worry too much. Yeah. Do it. Do it, do okay. it, do it. Just... it. Unless it says, like, Angela Lansbury's cunt smells like it. <laughs> <laughs> it says... S- smells like a candle bin that's been released by Watcher Chops. Yeah, you don't want that. Are you, are you following her too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> was uh... it Angela Lansbury found blue in Bath? <laughs> <laughs> Four years ago? <laughs> no, I don't know. So what, so what is it then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any at all. She's just, she's just fucking lovely. These are all really sweet. She's just alive. Angela Lansbury found with a bed knob and a broomstick inside her. <laughs> so on... on... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> happy 80th, 89th birthday, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, happy happy 89th. Okay. Thanks for all those murders you solved. Yeah. You definitely were part of. <laughs> yeah. You murderous bitch. <laughs> well, thanks everyone. If you have anything you think we'd like to see, please send them to us. Hello at addictedtotout.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter. Matt is at... Always underscore... Uh, underscore Cooney. <laughs> I'm going to change that. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Dan is at... Dan Belson. Gav is at... Gav Belson. Glenn is at... Glenn RCM. And I am at Ask James Atkins. 
Um, I had a really good sign off. We've been we've been addicted to talc. <laughs> what was it? I had a really good one. Well, how are we going to finish it? And you're addicted to us. Yeah. See you next week, pricks. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye, Bye. Bye everyone. Bye.